Hi, I'm your host, Lillian Yang, and you are listening to Food Nonfiction. Two points before we get started today. One is that Bakri isn't here right now. She's in the States, probably doing something smart. Two, we've read your reviews. We've gotten some two and three star reviews saying that we sound too scripted. And honestly, I agree. We've had a script up until now, but we're going to get rid of a lot of the scripting. Okay, let's get started. Did you know that back in the 1800s, popcorn was eaten as a breakfast cereal by Americans? Yeah, it was usually served with milk and some sort of sweetener. There are actually lots of different ways to eat popcorn. North America. Eaten with butter, salt, or caramel. Peru. Sweetened with small candies and sweetened condensed milk. Mexico. Eaten with hot sauce, jalapeno juice, or cheese. Popcorn just comes from any variety of corn that can be popped. And popcorn is actually one of the first ways corn was eaten. This is because the first varieties of corn could be popped. Because popping corn was the easiest way to eat it. Because early corns had really tough kernels. Because early corn varieties were selectively bred from a tough wild grass. When corn was first cultivated in Mexico 9,000 years ago, it had actually started out as a type of wild grass called teosinti. Over the years, this grass was selectively bred for the most desirable traits. They bred corn to have hundreds of kernels that matured together. Anyhow, this selective breeding was happening in South and Central America. And right from the beginning of the cultivation of corn, people were popping popcorn. And when was the very beginning? Researchers have found cobs, husks, stalks, and tassels in a prehistoric settlement in Peru. They could tell that the corn had been popped. And through radiocarbon dating, they could also tell you that the corn was at least 6,500 years old, up to 6,700 years old. So we're saying that popcorn is at least 6,500 years old. But they didn't call it popcorn back then, although the Aztec language actually has a word that was used to describe the sound of kernels popping. The word is totopoca. The Aztecs definitely liked their popcorn. Corn had spread to different parts of Central and South America, including to the Aztec people, because it was traded between indigenous peoples. It spread to the rest of the world after the Spanish invaded the Aztec Empire in the 16th century, and the Spanish conquistador Cortes saw popcorn for the first time. That's something that I really love imagining or picturing, is these people from these ancient civilizations popping popcorn over the fire. This is a good time to get into how popcorn actually pops. Basically, each kernel is a mini pressure cooker with water and starch inside. 
The kernel is so hard that it holds everything in, even as the starch liquefies from heat. Then the pressure builds until the kernel pops. And that's the part where it would be different than a pressure cooker, because you wouldn't want your pressure cooker to explode. But exploding is what happens with the popcorn, because the liquid starch and steam bursts out. And immediately when it bursts out, it cools and becomes solid again because of the cooling. And you're left with a nice, puffy popcorn. Nowadays, humans have so completely altered the original wild grass that corn was bred from that the only way for corn to survive is through the help of humans. Today, the kernels, which are the seeds of the corn, have been selectively bred to be larger, softer, and a lot more full of starch. And the husks are now a lot thicker. So if you have birds and other small animals that are trying to get to the kernels, they can't really get through the husks. And for any animals that can get to the kernels, they're so much softer than they used to be that they just get digested by the animals. And when the animals poop them out elsewhere, they're no longer viable. So the seeds can no longer mature. You can either pop kernels of corn with oil or air. Oil usually gives popcorn a richer flavor, of course, than air-popped popcorn. But that flavor comes with a really big cost. According to the USDA, one cup of air-popped popcorn is 31 calories, 1 gram of protein, 6 grams of carbohydrates, and 1.2 grams of fiber. It is fat, sodium, and cholesterol-free. Now let's compare that to one cup of oil pop popcorn. So the calories jump from 31 to 55, 27 of which are from fat. While it still has roughly the same amount of protein, carbohydrates, and fiber, oil pop popcorn also adds 3 grams of fat and 97 milligrams of sodium. Finally, we can't talk about popcorn without talking about how popcorn was first sold at movie theaters. During the Depression, popcorn became one of the few treats which grew in sales. This is because popcorn became considered an affordable luxury item at the time. So theater owners caught on really quickly and they charged popcorn vendors a dollar a day to let them sell popcorn outside of the theater or sometimes inside the lobby. Around 1938, the trend of having popcorn machines inside theaters began. Another big boost came during World War II, when sugar rations slowed candy production. Suddenly, popcorn consumption tripled after those rations went into effect. In the mid-1990s, in the days of boy bands and teeny boppers, the public became more aware of how unhealthy movie theater popcorn can be, especially if you say yes to the added melted butter. The Center for Science in the Public Interest released a report on movie popcorn after surveying several theaters. 
Instead of air popping the popcorn, theaters were using coconut oil to pop it, and the extra butter you can get is either butter or margarine. So according to the report, quote, A medium-sized buttered popcorn contains more fat than a breakfast of bacon and eggs, a Big Mac and fries, and a steak dinner combined, end quote. So basically what I'm saying is that I'll probably start bringing Big Macs to the theater hidden in my purse instead of getting the popcorn. All right, food buffs, we will be taking a one-week break so I can finish my master's defense. So we will be back on Tuesday, July 28th for an episode on designing the milk carton, and we'll be talking to a patent office. It's going to be amazing. See you then.